mtu ana shoot aje shot why and how how does someone shoot their shot uh that's a very good question when do you know that someone is god sent and real by touching them i mean that's how you know they're real <laughs> the difference between dating and being in a relationship <sighs> Let's talk about the difference between dating and being in a relationship. Mm. Hello my friend. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 3, I believe, of Kevin's Pod. It's a Q&A. As always, I'm excited. I'm always excited for Q&As because I get to create content with your help. So I don't have to think a lot. I just need to answer your questions and come up with content from that. So we are creating content together. I love it. So thank you for engaging me as always on my Instagram. Please, you can follow my Instagram page because I engage a lot there. At Mina Mind, you can follow me on TikTok at Mina Mind, you can follow me on Twitter at Mina Mind, you can follow me at Facebook at Mina Mind. Easy to good idea to go back to someone who left you for someone else before. Um I'm assuming that when you're asking this question, this someone is now trying to get back to you because it would be weird if they left you for someone else and you're trying to go back <laughs> to that relationship unless it's a throuple. So, is it a good idea really? I my first answer to that question would be no. It's it's not a good idea because if this someone didn't see the value in you and left you for someone else before, um, you know, why would they see that value now? However, there are instances where people make rash decisions and they leave because maybe they're not mature also depends on the age that you were dating before and they left you and now they realize that you were the best thing that they ever had i think in that case it's for you to make the judgment like do i want to be with this guy is there a risk of him leaving me again for someone better only to come back and try and play the games and i don't know i'm assuming it's a him it could be a him or it could be a he or she and then try to play the games where he's trying to get you back and then go to someone else and then try to get you back your your life will be stifled or stopped for the sake of waiting for someone who doesn't seem consistent with you i think consistency is very key even when things are low it should be like we're working through things together we're not just together when the sun is shining some things are rather much better as past tense you know like we tried it it didn't work you didn't see the value in me and that's okay so toodles <laughs> next question is it normal to want to get into a relationship after a bad experience in one very normal i think i'll use my own experience i kind of feel like um i want to get into a relationship i know it's not what i need but sometimes i feel like damn to be dope to have someone yet my previous relationship or previous relationships that I've had obviously because they're in the past tense have one or they, 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 they did not work out you know it was not like a horrible experience but it was not a good experience but I offer the opportunity of growth in such that you know I went through that but I've grown in my life to such a place where I took the lessons from that and I'm grateful and now I'm ready to get into a relationship as a person who has worked on himself and hoping to get someone who has worked on herself I think the fear is always what if the past repeats itself or what if the past manifests in the future and that's why it's called upon for you to do the work like don't just get out of a relationship blame the your partner that you were with and not really go deep inside yourself to think what did i where where did where did i mess up you know what what why did i go wrong in this relationship what what were my faults and what can i learn from it your fault could be not realizing that the other person is toxic how do i work on that on myself 
such that it's not like I'm trying to change someone who's toxic. I'm just trying to heighten my awareness when I see toxicity. I love love completely. Good for you. But I'm in a space where I'm so indifferent to relationships. Normal or I need help? Um, that is an opposite question to the previous one. So the previous one is I had bad experience in my relationships, but I want a relationship. This one is I love love, you know, like I, I'm, I'm so into relationships, but I'm in a place where I don't want a relationship. And I think that's similarly okay because there are places where as much as you give love, as much as you want to love, but you feel like you don't want the relationships. I, I reckon that's what you mean when you say indifferent. When you talk about you don't want the relationships, I think that's really okay. Uh, relationship is not just about love. And, and that's something that people need to understand. Relationships are not just about love. They are more than that. They are about commitment. You know, they're about uh, companionship. They're about understanding. They're about compromising. So putting all these things in place, I think your brain subconsciously is telling you, yo, we are good on the love thing. Like we love love, but we're not ready to commit. We're not ready to take on the responsibility of being in a relationship. And I feel for me, that's the case. Like I I'd want, I, I mean, I'd want to love someone extremely, but I'm, I'm in a place where circumstances seemingly don't allow, it could be in my head, but seemingly don't allow for me to commit and be in a relationship. So that is pretty normal. It's just about you trying to figure out like when now is it the right time for you to sort of settle down and be in that relationship. When do you know that someone is God sent and real? If you want to know they're real, touch them. You know, in all sense, I get, I get what you mean. The when, I, I, I don't know when you know, but the how would be a better question to ask. There's a way that you can always tell someone who is genuine, first and foremost. I've repeated this and I'll say this again. Energy precedes relationship. Vibe precedes relationship. There are people you talk to and it's like, whoa, where have you been all my life? And it's genuine connection. You know, people that you talk to and you feel like you can keep talking to, like you genuinely just feel this person and you appreciate their presence. I think that is the first hint. And that's always on your gut. You can always tell when someone is genuine. And I think that's, that's just it. Like you just have to be very aware when you're speaking to people. And I always say sometimes that birds of the same feather flock together. If you genuinely work on yourself, you can trust that you will. And I promise you, you'll find someone who has worked similarly on themselves. If, if I'm a library person, chances are I will make friends with library people. Even though I am in a club and I'm a library person, my, my natural inclination is in the library and I'm in a club, I'll still make friends with someone who is a library person. There's a time I met someone in a, in, when I was javing from school and it was in, in a matatu. I just pulled out my book from my bag and instantly she just looked and she was like, whoa, I've been looking for that book like all this time. And throughout the journey on my commute home, we ended up talking about books. We exchanged contacts. We started reading together. I am a book person. I read a lot. I wouldn't have known that unless I shared my book reading energy, <laughs> you know? So I always believe that you set up your standards you meet people who have set their standards high as well. Vibes precede relationships. So you'll always know when someone is genuine just by talking to them. And that's why when you, when you meet someone you feel you're attracted to physically, spare 15 minutes to just go talk to them, to know what's in their brain and how they, it's not even what's in their brain or how smart they are, to just know how they communicate their thoughts.
very important. What are some of the red flags for a relationship that may not be going anywhere? There, there are common red flags that you can always see, and I think they will be consistent in our generation. Communication, first of all. That's one of my toxic traits, I think. As much as I'm very eloquent or seemingly eloquent online, and it's something that I've been working on very, very uh, intentionally to a point where I want to make it a habit. There are people who just detach. Instead of communicating, they just don't. You know, they would rather much deal with the situation without being in the situation, not knowing that they are creating a much bigger situation out of trying to make it a seemingly small situation. <laughs> so yeah, I have been one of those people. I think communication is one of those things. Manipulation, I feel like uh, we're in a generation where people are constantly fed or their ego is constantly felt fed by social media kind of vibe where when you get more likes you're popular or you have the power so similar people have learned to manipulate that if you show someone that you love them they use that against you to keep you fair or keep you around and not really commit or reciprocate the vibes that you're giving so i feel like communication manipulation you can tell you can comment down below any other red flags that you think i mean i've been in, i've been out of the game for a while when do you let go that's a very good question, my friend. And I think you start to let go again when vibes don't reciprocate. You can always tell. When you talk about letting go, it means there was a time this person was, there was a time this person kinda was into this thing. Or even though they were not into this thing, you were trying to work so hard that they would be in this thing. Like they were reciprocating the vibes. Kidogo to Ilenye, you knew if maybe you pushed had enough, they would start reciprocating it 100%. Or there was a time that they were in it 100%, and then something happened. Maybe we slept together, and then the vibes died. And it's painful and it's hurtful, but the moment, you, the faster you accept that reality, the the, the quicker your 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 next step is. Mtu shoot aje short. Why and how? How does someone shoot their short? That's a very good question. I would say this, uh, shooting your short is less about you going to approach the person. It's about your internal, working on your internal self and your external self to some extent. When you meet someone or when you see someone who is seemingly attractive and you want to talk to them and suddenly you become nervous, that's a good sign because it means that you care about the situation. So they, they, they would be someone important in your life. Secondly, no matter how good someone looks, no matter how composed someone looks, as long as they seem like they put an effort to looking good, their hair is done, they are dressed well, it means that, you know, they care about how they look, right? Everyone is nervous meeting a stranger. Here's always how I think about it. When I'm about to shoot my shot and I feel nervous, there's always this kind of feeling, this kind of implicit feeling, they're way above your league, right? And that's natural to think, even though it is false. What I always remind myself is, you are of high value. You're valued, right? So I'm actually doing this person a favor by going to interact with them. Because it would be unfair if I didn't and then they have to miss out on the gem that I am, on the value that I am. Basically, you're trying to tell yourself that you understand that you are worthy of their time and because they end up experiencing the vibes that you are. If you approach someone and you think they think you're ugly, then you will end up feeling ugly. The way you speak will be ugly. Everything about you will be ugly. Mindset, right? If you approach someone thinking that they think that you're beautiful, suddenly you become beautiful. So I think that's really it. It's how you think about you or how you think about that the other person thinks about you. That can be tweaked to fit your preference. 
as long as you think that person thinks you're beautiful, you automatically become beautiful. And secondly, it's knowing that you are worthy. That it will be unfair if you don't approach this lady or guy and risk them falling into someone who is toxic. Like I would much rather have you so that you don't have to experience any negativity because I know I've worked on myself. I know I am a beautiful human being and you'll have a good time with me. So they're not necessarily the price that you have to work for and be scared of getting. You are the price. So go with that energy. You've helped me learn to enjoy and love spending time alone. Kindly, first of all, thank you. Kindly enlighten us or me more about self-love. Good. Um, like you said, loving spend, spending time alone. I was having a conversation with a friend on Instagram. And by the way, I always love the engagements on Instagram, on the DMs. Please feel free to always engage me on mature conversations. <laughs> so I was having a conversation and my friend or this friend of mine was seemingly trying to differentiate what she's feeling. Is she, is she feeling bad because she's alone or is she feeling bad because she's lonely? Because as human beings, especially in our age right now, you know that saying that goes, treat others as you'd want to be treated? It should change to treat yourself as you're willing to treat others. Because in our world of social media today, we're so willing to impress others at our own, you know, at our own despair or at our own discomfort. So it has changed. It's like, don't treat others like you'd want to be treated. Treat yourself like you're willing to treat others. You know, so I think self-love is about that in our age today. It's about prioritizing yourself. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our questions. But there is a question that I wanted to to handle on this podcast. And it was the idea that I had for this podcast. The difference between dating and relationships. It was asked somewhere on my TikTok. So my understanding is this. Dating is basically you're seeing someone. That's dating. That means you're going out. You're getting to know each other. The layman's uh, explanation would be you're conducting an interview. So you're hanging out with this person. You're not exclusive. That's what I mean. You know, you could date exclusively. You could date just as dating, whereby you're just seeing each other, but you're not exclusive. That's the first part of it. So you're just seeing each other. You're just hanging out. You're just going out. That means you're allowed to go out on dates with other people. That means you're allowed to see other people. Dating exclusively is where we say we're still in this talking stage or in this in this phase where we're trying to know each other. But now we're hanging out. We are hanging out a lot more. We are going out a lot more exclusively. That means we're not allowed to go out with other people. Being in a relationship now is where you're committed. Like the end game is marriage or just to be people who are doing life together. Whether that means marriage to you, whether that means can we stay, (laughs) whatever that means to you. But relationships are committed relationships. Exclusive in all areas. 360. I'm not even calling anyone else bae in my texts. I'm not even plotting. It's you and me, boo. And we're trying to make life together. And that's it for this episode. Um, I'm going to head on now and start editing it so that you can see it. But thank you, as always, for engaging me. Uh, again, the social media pages, mind of mind. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do me a favor and do so. Because that way, you get to expand the community. And then do me a simple favor and just share. Share with just one person. Not two, not three. Just one person. One person that you think may benefit from this. You know, just share them and then tell them, I really liked that minute 11 part where he talks about blah, blah, blah. Then you can start a conversation and a discourse around it. And then you can come on the comment section and say, you know, Kevin, I I don't agree with this part of your statement. And then I can go review it and engage you on the comment section as well. So subscribe, share, comment, and um, follow me on my social and then engage me anywhere. Until next time, my friends. Bye-bye.